I do hope that it is well with your soul tonight. In these perilous times, perilous means full of danger and risk. Full of danger and risk. We're on a perilous journey. Exposed to imminent disaster, imminent danger, imminent risk or ruin. We're living in perilous times. That's the word that Paul chose. And this is a passage, ladies and gentlemen, that I have read for many years almost half a century, most of my life. And I thank God I got saved at the age of 19. It was a miracle of God because I was not looking for God. I was running away from my dad and my mom and the church and all church people. I was running to the club and find fat women. That's all I was about. Partying and women. That's all I understood. That was my job. That's what I did until I met Jesus. And uh, in, in a miraculous way, and uh, he changed my life. And so this particular passage that I'm getting ready to read uh, tonight as I continue to preach in your hearing, uh, wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub. The devil is extremely mad at me about this. Uh, my wife is mad at me. Some of my children are mad at me. Uh, all of my extended family is mad at me. Why? Because this is of the devil. Uh, wokeism. And when you preach on it, you're going to touch somebody. You're going to hit somebody. Because they may be woke and they don't even know it. Uh, and so I'm going to go back a little bit. By the grace of God. Because I've been dealing with wokeism. Uh, with the help of Dr. Ed Young Jr. and Dr. Bradford Reeves, one of the few preachers, I mean two of the few pastors who have, who have tried to tackle this thing. And, and may God bless them for doing so. Pardon me. I had to make sure that uh, uh, everything was everything. Uh, but I want you to turn in your Bibles tonight to Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16. Uh, I have evangelical preachers who are mad at me. 
as well, and pastors who you would think would be uh, sober-minded and biblical. They're mad at me too, uh, and that's all right. As uh, long as I have God and Jesus uh, with me and behind me and for me, uh, and that's I, I believe that's one of the reasons why the Bible dealt with that uh, that issue that we will never be alone. And there have been many songs, many hymns written about never alone if you have Jesus in your life. And, uh, and so, uh, Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16, as I continue to preach in your hearing, wokeism, the blob of Beelzebub, and by the way, we call it wokeism. It's a deceptive name because all of the woke people are dead in their trespasses and sins and they're the most uh, people who are uh, consider themselves woke are some of the most demonically driven, wicked, evil, and ungodly people even though they may look nice and sweet and righteous on the outside. And as I pointed out to you last night, so for those of you who are mad at me because you're more on the liberal side and you're all about racism and you're all about transgenderism and you're all about homosexuality and you're all about uh, feminism and the destruction of uh, the foundations of the world, I told you last night that wokeism is a demonic spirit. It is a devilish strategy. And that um, it falls down upon everybody who is not prepared to deal with it. Uh, it falls on the Republicans and the Democrats. There are Republicans who are woke. It falls down upon the liberal and the conservative. There are liberal people who are woke, of course, and, uh, uh, and believe it or not, conservative people. It's a demonic spirit. They, 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 this demonic spirit doesn't care what you, uh, who you follow. I would venture to say that Biden is woke and Trump is woke. So how about that? Andy Stanley is woke, and so is Al Mola, woke. I never thought I would see Al Mola to say and do some things that he has done. Uh, uh, so, black, woke, white, woke. Brown, woke, yellow, woke, and red is woke. But the true meaning of wokeness Woke, woke, uh, wokeism, according to the Holy Word of God, the Bible, this whole chapter that I'm getting ready to read to you uh, once again, uh, because I want you to get it into your heart, your mind, your soul, and your spirit. This was all predicted. And as I was saying, I've been reading this passage for nearly half a decade, half a uh, century. 
nearly 50 years. I'm going on 50 years. And I never, I never, I never really saw it happening. I saw bits and pieces of it. But it is full blown now. It's, 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 uh, it's, it, it, everything in it is happening now. Okay. And the only, as I told you from Jump Street, the only way you're going to be able to deal with this and survive, and don't be surprised if, if family members and friends and brothers and sisters in the church with you don't survive this tsunami. That's what it is. No, don't be don't be shocked. Don't be shocked if you don't survive it. Because this is a bad boy. This is the baddest thing that Satan has ever done. But Paul in the jail cell predicted it. So don't be scared. Don't be shocked. There's nothing new as the wisest man who ever lived. King Solomon said there's nothing new under the sun. So you need to just calm down and chill out and trust in Jesus, trust in God. Pray without ceasing. Read your Bible and do it. If you're truly saved and born again, the Bible is going to become more real to you. I saw the beautiful Candace Cameron Burr walk out of her place of residence or wherever she was coming out of with a paper Bible saved Bible. I mean, I mean, she had her old tattered Bible, if you will. You can tell she's been reading it. You know why? She's under persecution. See, even she out there in Hollywood, how can that be? Full house star, superstar. And, and, and she's gifted, her brother's not. Let's just be real about it. I, I wouldn't watch him do playing any movie, and I ain't mad at him. But she's she's got the... She's got the gift. And you got to have, in every area of life, you got to have a gift from God, my friend. To do what you do. <laughs> yes, sir. You got to have what God can give you. And then you can do it real good. And, uh, and, and people can tell it. See? And so, uh, Candace Cameron Burr, very beautiful woman as well, even at this age and after having children and been married for many years, she still has that youthful, pure, godly look. And uh, she does not look like or act like she's been tainted by Hollywood. And so we have... Uh, run some articles about this situation, how she's being persecuted hard. And, and for a woman like that, who has given so much to Hollywood and to the nation and to the world, this is painful for her. I mean, they call her everything but a child of God. When your fellow women call you a name and call you a bigot because you stand against the abomination of homosexuality, and uh, transgenderism, and she just boldly said, "No, we're not going to have any gays at the great, at the Christian great. Uh, what's the name of it? 
the great American film company, whatever. We're not having any gays like Hallmark. We're not going to have any gays uh, up in here in the movies. We're just not doing that. And I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. And they need to pass that message on to all Hollywood studios. We don't want to see no gay homosexual romances on the screen. To hell with that. You know, you already tried this too recently and it failed. It failed. Okay? It was it was nasty and it failed. Nobody wants to go see no two men uh, rubbing on each other's butts and uh, ugly, stinking, hairy men. You got to be kidding me. I'm a man, so that I, you know, so I can say that. I'm not going to say the women are ugly, but some ugly, stinking, hairy, hard, bony man. You got to be kidding me. No, uh, uh-uh. man. I we don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see that mess. But perverted, devilish people who are full of hell and the devil. This is why I got folk mad at me because I'm not going to roll with that. I'm going to do what God said to oppose it, rebuke it. I don't care if it's family members, friends, foes, and all, it doesn't matter. See, you sweet evangelicals, you have already tried this mess. Of what? Of rationalizing. Here's what, here's what the jaws of cray. Uh, somebody called them the jaws of gay. And, and it's, it's very disappointing because they sung uh, one song that my family and I and our church has sung for years. And they, they, they sing it the best to me. I'll fly away. They, they sing it the best to me. Somebody calls them now the jaws of gay instead of the jaws of clay. The head leader, you know, some years back. And here's how the evangelicals talked about it. And here's how the woke evangelicals talk about it now. What? I don't see anything wrong with two consenting adults, gays, marrying each other. What, uh, what, what, what bad thing? Could, this is what they said a few years ago. What, what uh, bad things could come out of it? What, what, what? Uh, it's not going to hinder uh, a traditional marriage. It's not going to hurt society. They were deceived. You must understand what we call wokeism, which is a deceptive name, when in reality these people are dead in their trespasses and sins, and they are. Deceiving and being deceived. That's woke. According to the Apostle Paul, that's what, that's what they call it. They call it woke. We call it they are be- deceived and being deceived. They are deceived and being deceived. That's, that's, that's what we call wokeism today. You can call it whatever you want, but that's what's happening. The devil has these people using mind-bending uh, lies. Pardon me. Mind-bending, n- nonsensical foolishness. And you want to get mad at me? When you believe in nonsensical stuff that don't even make sense, the, n- not even related to common sense. To this day, and, they, and they're going to come out of the woodworks now after this past election. 
and Trump, or nobody else can stop it. I feel sorry for Trump, and I have told evangelical and Christian preachers, you tell him publicly. Tell him. You don't, you don't try to be nice about it. Uh, he's messed up badly. He's woke himself. Why? Because he is deceived and being deceived. And, and be careful that you don't hook up with somebody who's just trying to stay out of jail. Don't be stupid now. And I heard the other night the crowd that they had at Mar-a-Lago. People were trying to get out and the security uh, guards didn't let them out. Even Fox News, even Hannity uh, went away from him while he was on air. Wokeism is deception. It is the devil deceiving people and causing them to deceive others. And the most vulnerable are young people and ig ignorant adults who are not even paying attention. They just caught them in trying to get their groove on. The world is blind. The world is caught up in trying to do this and that. The devil is fooling you while you're trying to catch up with... Uh, 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 What's the girl's name? Swift? Taylor Swift. She's a gifted girl. Now, I gotta give her that. But you can't even get a ticket. You're so hungry to see her after three or four years in concert, you, you crash everything down to the ground. And the devil got you deceived, thinking that, that that's going to uh, help you. It's not going to help you. It's going to help her. It's going to make her a billionaire in one year. You're running here and there to football games and basketball games. You're trying to keep yourself entertained because you are deceived and you are deceiving others. It is a demonic spirit. I say that to my extended family. I say that to my own children. I say that to my wife uh, and to you, everybody. That's what's happening. And sometimes it takes a prophet who's willing to lose everything to tell you the truth and to help you. Because you, you're not going to get this otherwise. You're going to go right on with the flow and right on into hell. You're going to go right on into the lava flow, right on into hell, the broad way, deceived and being deceived, and deceiving others. A football game is not going to make you happy. A baseball game, going to a real baseball game is not going to make you happy. And you're packing out the stadiums. And that's, uh, that's good for business. Good for the economy. Because you're so empty on the inside. And all that stuff is very, very, very boring. And then you, your team loses and then you're depressed for a week. Not realizing that some of these games are rigged, whether you like it or not. Basketball, baseball, and football. Have you ever noticed in football, if the, if the team is just beating the snot out of the other team, 
and it's uh, 44 to nothing, how all of a sudden things slow down, and you, they don't go to 88, they, they pause, and they allow the other team to come back, and they fumble the ball on purpose and all kinds of mess like that. That's, that's been going on for years, people. Uh, Steph Curry's wife was right. This stuff is rigged. If not rigged all the way, at least halfway. But you get all caught up in it. Why? You're being deceived and you're deceiving others. Jeremiah 6.16 Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways and see and ask for the old paths where is the good way and walk therein and ye shall find rest for your souls. See, you're restless. All of you old people, you're restless. You're mean as the devil to your own family. You used to not be that way. The demonic spirit of wokeism has descended upon you by being around certain family members and certain friends and certain church members. They have converted you. They don't even know they're deceived. See, you must understand, I'm preaching against something so nebulous that you don't even know you're caught up in it. It's not an entity that you can get your arms around. It is a spirit, I'm trying to tell you. It's a demonic spirit. It is a darkness that has descended upon the church, upon the government, upon uh, families, and upon individual lives. And it is destroying Pardon me. It is destroying individual lives. There's no good thing in it. Save yourselves from this untoward generation, my beloved. Proverbs 22, 20. I'm just taking you back a little ways to remind you where we have been. so that you will know where we are and where we're going. Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. Stick with the old ways. Don't get crazy with the world and the devil. What happened to love not the world, neither the things in the world? That used to be a memory verse for your life. And I would encourage you, those who had the privilege of hiding the word of God in your heart, in the early part of your Christian experience, you need to pull up those holy scriptures and remember them and meditate on them and obey them. Stick with the old paths. Stick with the old landmarks. Oh, I wish I could sing like Aretha Franklin back in uh, the day when she was young and she was able to say uh, almost a million words in one minute. I told white folks, listen to the old landmark way back in the 60s when Aretha Franklin 
was an out-and-out Christian before she went uh, secular. If you can keep up with that right there, you you are a good one. You're a good white person, a good white singer. But I, I, I don't know of any white people who can keep up with Aretha, Aretha Franklin in that choir that she sung with. I don't. That's all. I ain't mad at white folks. But everybody has their talent and their ability. And they sung the old landmarks. See, they, they, they meant by that we need to go back to the old landmarks and uh, stick with the Bible, stick with the Word of God, amen, and uh, obey the Word of God and be faithful. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, people uh, get mad at you because they don't even understand what's going on. They think you're being mean. They think you're picking on somebody. You're picking on the homosexuals. You're picking on the transgender people. They're victims. Why are you picking on them? You're picking on the evangelicals. You're picking on black people and so forth. And why are you not out here marching for Black Lives Matter? Because you people, you hypocrites, didn't march for the three young men who were who were on their way after another black man killed them for no reason. Huh? Where's Black Lives Matter? Where is Black Lives Matter? Now, if a white kid had killed a white teammate, and by the way, I think your name is Mrs. Williams. God bless you for having that job at the University of Virginia. God has blessed you to have that job. But you people don't need to be playing no football game this Saturday. I'm telling you that right now. Remind me of that. Write that down. You don't need to play against Coastal Carolina. University of Virginia. Nobody's ready for that. Who cares about that? And don't lie and say, the team would, he would, these three boys, the young men, would have the team to play the football game. No, they wouldn't. They want you to pause and say, what in the heck is going on? I'm on a bus. Just got back from a field trip. That's one of the beautiful things about college, by the way. Those field trips, they're very educational. Didn't I go to England twice? I went twice, didn't I? For the wrestling field trip, that's what they call it, you know. It's not, I mean, that's an over-the-ocean trip. <laughs> a field trip, it's a field trip. We had to go across the pond. And I'm here to tell you, that those two trips... Studying Christianity in, in, in England, buddy, that was that was two years of college education by itself. So this was a, a very educational experience. I, I was shocked that they were even going there because they play football. But they, they got to keep up with that education. And Mrs. Williams, I think her name is Mrs. Williams, she's the athletic director. She's big on academics. But I'm here to tell you, Mrs. Williams, God bless you. For having that job, God is God is really blessed you now. But you need to look out for these families, man. Nobody, uh, bless your heart. And he was probably woke. The man who killed him, he looked like he was woke. These kids, man, you know, these three who got killed, look like they came out of good families. They were in a prestigious university. 
University of Virginia is almost um, Ivy League. I mean, that's, that's, uh, it's, it's really honored. It's looked up to. And they're playing football for this team. All kinds of future. They can start making money now. In, in light of the new laws. Where's Black Lives Matter? That's my question. Don't, uh-uh. No, no, no. Why is it that a white man got to kill him before Black Lives Matter? Black Lives Matter, if they were not bankrupt from, from them stealing the money from themselves. Even Bezos, as liberal as he is, and uh, I'm not going to send you all any money, because y'all, y'all, you people, mm-mm, y'all stealing my money and using it for your pleasure. I thought it was for the cause. Your stuff is not even set up right. And uh, uh, it will be all over UVA. Charlottesville? Are you kidding me? Charlottesville, Virginia? Black Lives Matter would have come from all over the world and, and flooded that university out if a white man killed those three young men. You and it, What? So don't talk to me about that. Don't talk to, as we used to say, talk to the hand. And don't even talk to the hand. I don't want to hear it. Not one march. Not one sign. And the coach, who was a man's man, he was, he, he was so broken up about this, buddy. I mean, he, he, he lost it. He lost it, and he should lose it. And they should not be considering a doggone football game. I don't care how much money they lose, man. Come on. There's something more important than money and football. Nobody, who's going to be cheering? For what? You need to have a crusade. Get some preachers in there who are saved and who can preach the gospel, man. And minister to these people. Nobody wants to look at no stupid game. This is, I, I don't know. And I would say the same thing about the University of Iowa. What, what, is, what is going on? Four young people there were stabbed to death and chopped up to death. The blood was coming out of the house. You can't hide the blood. God made the blood in such a way you can't hide it. You stab somebody or shoot somebody and you try to clean up with bleach or whatever you're trying to find to clean up with, the police will come in there with a certain kind of light and you're going to jail. You're going to jail because they can see the blood. They can't see the water you spilled. If you clean up some wine, they may not be able to see that, but they can see that blood. There's some chemicals in that blood that come from God. The blood was seeping out of the house. Psalm 11.3 I'm just taking you back for a little bit. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. If, 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 if former President Trump is going to run for the presidency again, how old is Trump? Look here. Right here. Plus sign and, and get the age of President Trump. 
if he's going to run for the presidency, as difficult as that is, that, that's hard for a young man. That's, that's, is the word arduous? And look at that word up too. I want to make sure I'm correct. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to keep you long tonight. I, I, I'm just trying to take you back before we can go forward. 76 years old, man. 76 years old. That's how old President Trump is. By the time he, he well, two years from now, he'll be 78. Biden will be 82, I believe. <clears throat> Mm-mm. I was going to rest for a while, but if, 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 if these old men are going to run for politics like that, which is nothing compared to what I do, I'm going to run too. I'm just going to run on. That's what the old saints used to say. I'm just going to run on and see what the end going to be. And who knows, I might preach on wokeism all the way until two years from now because the Democrats are woke, the Republicans are woke, the straight people are woke, the homosexuals are woke, the black people are woke, the white people are woke, the conservatives are woke, and the liberal are woke. Why? Because this is a demonic spirit from hell, man. This spirit from hell does not care what you call yourself. And you're no different than the other people on the other side. You're no different. You're both lying and, and being lied to. Red, yellow, black, and white. I guarantee you that boy was Wont who killed those three boys. These boys were on their way. These young men were on their way. You hear me? And one of them was a real good kid. All of them were good kids. One was especially, you know, one of those kids, one of those kids, man, that he had an automatic smile when he saw you. Wanted to, he said, yeah, I'm a football player, but I, I want to, I want to, you know, mix it up with everybody. <clears throat> you can tell by looking at him. I can tell he was a good kid. All three of them had that look. Of being good kids. And the devil made that uh, boy shoot them. And, uh, and, and sad to say, we don't even talk about the injured. One girl was injured, another man was injured. He's in, he in critical condition, I believe. And the girl, I think, it, is going to be all right. Arduous, involving or requiring strenuous effort, difficult and tiring. That's what Trump just signed up for. Arduous, arduous, arduous. No, arduous is is in there right? Arduous, arduous. That's what. That's what. Now, if he's not playing and trying to avoid jail, and he's serious about running. That's what he signed up for. Cause that's not that's not easy. Traveling and speaking at that age is not easy. I, I some of you criticize Biden. I marvel that he can do what he's doing. Every now and then he may not know which way to get off the stage or, you know, or what door to go in. But but I I, I marvel at he, the fact that he's doing as well as he's doing. 
And I'm not for the Republicans or the Democrats. I can care less either way. Because they're all woke. Psalm 11.3 going back. <clears throat> Go back down here. Fix it. Is it is it fixed? No. Can you hear me? Okay, well you need to do something. Probably when you left there and did something. Psalm eleven three. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? It's hard to operate if the foundations are all broken up. Cement here, cement there, and and and, and earthquake earthquake hit it hit his society, and you can't maneuver. Hurricane hit it like in Florida. It's it's hard to even get around when the foundations are destroyed. And the devil has issued a tsunami, a hurricane, and an earthquake all at one time. That's what you're dealing with. And the truth of the matter is some of you have not made it. Some of you are not making it. Some of you don't even know what's going on. Including pastors. Including so-called church leaders. Who have been seduced. By this demonic spirit from hell. And you talking about little church growth. Little tricks and methods. And you still trying to keep going your empire. Which has toppled over on top of you. And you're violating the word of God. Got your wife preaching and to men. and uh, It makes no difference whether she's on the floor. Or on in the pulpit. If she's preaching to men. Hello. She is the Jezebel in the church who runs you. And that's why the church is woke. Because she said during pillar talk. Well, you know, you and I have our issues. You know, we're divorced and remarried. Why not let the gays in? My hairstylist is gay. You know, this, the, the best hairstylists are gays. The best people who are, can sing in the choir are gays. Look how you're not, uh, how you're limiting the church. <coughs> Pastor. And you know you have you compromise yourself, husband, because uh, uh, I saw how you were talking to that man. You know you used to be a homosexual yourself. Why not let the gays in? And and uh, uh, and you have committed adultery on me. Why not let the gays in? We're divorced and remarried, and we don't have grounds. We shouldn't even be together, and certainly not in the ministry. Uh, let the gays in. And that's an abomination in God's sight. A double abomination. So my friends and my family members, 
and my enemies. Please don't try to hinder me from, from, from preaching the truth. Even though you may not like it, you may not understand it, you may not agree with it. Let me be and let me preach the word of God and help set some people free. And maybe one day down the line you might get set free and your eyes might be open again. And so don't burn the bridge now that got you where you, where you are. Don't curse the one who helped you to be the success you are. And so let me say a few more things and then I'm going to move on. Excuse me for a minute. I have to bring you up to speed with great thanks. I'm not going to say too much from Dr. Bradford Reeves yet. Only a few pastors are dealing with this. I'm the only one dealing with it from this passage. They're dealing with it. They're, they're dealing with it. Dr. Ed Young Jr. is dealing with it from some of the root. He went back to the historical roots of it. That's good. And I've shared that with you. Uh, Dr. Bradford is dealing with more of the fruit of it. Okay, uh, and but God laid on my heart that there's a biblical foundation for what's happening. That this has been predicted, and this is the season. And God told me to preach the word in season and out of season. I don't know why you're mad at me. Why all of a sudden you stopped helping me in the ministry? Financially and otherwise, you need to check yourself and examine yourself and see whether or not you be in the faith. But see, that's what the devilish, demonic spirit of wokeism will do to you. It'll make you hate. My eyes itching. It'll make you hate <clears throat> the people who helped you so much. I, I told you. I told you, the whole wokeism spirit. And see, as I am, God is using me to expand it out. Because two things you need to understand. <clears throat> as I mentioned last night, wokeism is such a blob of Beelzebub. <clears throat> Pardon me. Most people, including pastors and so-called church leaders, will never get their arms around it or their head around it. Never, never, never. If God does not download this into your heart and into your spirit, like he did Dr. Ed Young Jr., you're not going to get this, <laughs> my friend. You've got to get this from biblical revelation. And from God giving it to a prophet or to a pastor or to a preacher. That's the only way you're going to even get it and be alerted to it. Why? Because it is a blob. That's why I call it the blob of Beelzebub. 
It is the uh, worst weapon he has ever produced. He has saved up for this. And it has blown away, gone with the wind, as I said last night, gone with the wind is the church. Over half of the church as we know it. I'm not talking about God's 7,000 who have never bowed the knee to Baal. I'm not talking about the remnant. And I'm not talking about the faithful few. They're all in the same group. You, you, you may not know about them. The major Christian, so-called Christian publishers, which have been bought out and sold out, they, they, they're not going to publish their book. They don't have enough fake Twitter followers. And that's what you better have if you want a book published today. You better have some fake Facebook followers. You need to have about a million uh, of Facebook Facebook followers. Fake, fake, fake Facebook followers. We'll say that very fast. And uh, uh, a million plus Twitter followers with bots. And with 75% of them being bots and bought. Now shame on you Christian for buying bots. Buying numbers to follow you. You're a liar. Your feet ain't made and your heart pumps peanut butter. You're worse than that preacher who bought his own books and made it count for a bestsellers list. Come on people. See that's, that's wokeness. You are deceiving and you're being deceived. And you're deceiving others. Okay? Stop it. You evangelicals. And you Christian people. See, see, I'm glad. I'm glad that they did do the uh, mess of, of, of changing the name from Christian to evangelical. They did it for political reasons. Because people don't want to be saying Christians, the Christians. They rather say the evangelicals. It's like an Xmas situation. People hate Christ so much. They, the Jew, uh, the, the uh, uh, and and let me just say this. Uh, let me say it this way. There are people in society who do not want to say Christ. They don't want to say Christmas. They want to say Xmas, and this has been taught down through the years. And there are Jewish people who don't want to say Christmas. And, 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 and contrary to, and I love the Jews. I am not mad with the Jews. I thank God for the Jews. Because my faith rests upon the miraculous Jews. Don't misunderstand me now. But they have power for, for a reason. God made them powerful, man. God has blessed them with unique gifts and talents. You, okay? So, you know, just get over that. But, you know, they, they are different than we are. That's all. And they, and they have banking power and all of that. You know why the banks close on Friday? And all of that is because of the Jews. They're not going to work on the Sabbath. Okay? Their influence is all over the world. Make no mistake about it. Um, and there are things that don't happen on Saturday because of the power of the Jews. 
and 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 they they're gifted at merchandising and making things and <coughs> selling things <coughs> and so way back i'm sure they were part of calling it xmas they don't mind christmas i mean i mean they make millions of dollars off of christmas like everybody else it shouldn't be this way and 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 uh uh I have something to say too about. I know you're not gonna like it because I, I like the fact that the, we we hear about the Christmas movie movies in July, October. They started this year in October. The sweet little Christian movies, you know, you see them with the Christmas trees and in the fake loving love um, love romances and all that. You know, it's, I don't watch it, but I'm glad to see it. It's good to when you're passing through the channels to see a little Christmas spirit. I'm okay with it. Huh? Okay, it ain't no bother me. But I just wonder though, are we blaspheming the Lord even with that? Like we do with the commercialization of Jesus and the birth of Jesus Christ? Where most companies make most of their money during the Christmas season? And my hat is off to Bezos, who told all of you people the same thing I told you. Do not be buying no big old television sets. You already have one. You have four or five. Don't be buying stuff because things don't get bad. Start saving some money so that you can eat. Because things are getting bad. Now, if Amazon.com in the Christmas season, in the fall, when they normally hire 100,000 people, say that they're going to fire or let go uh, 10,000 people, you better wake up and smell the coffee and drink some too because that's serious. So my hat is all to him. So, I don't know, Bezos may have gotten saved recently. He said he can give all his money away. I never thought he would ever say that. And with his girlfriend right beside him, I hope they get, hope, well, I don't know what they're going to do. Anyway, so, let me just bring you up to speed on some things I said before to round this out a little bit very quickly. And you can uh, make sure you have it written down in your notebook. <clears throat> Dr. Ed Young Jr. brought out that wokeism, historically speaking, is based upon three philosophies and three lost heathen men, Karl Marx and Socialism. Number two, Frederick Nietzsche, Critical Theory, and what we have today is Critical Race Theory, uh, and Sigmund Freud, Social Modernism, and, and everything is about sex. And, we, and, and everybody studied Freud, and we all talked about the id and how that you know he, he people got their sexuality and stuff from there were little little ones and all this kind of crazy stuff and and that's why we uh, this is the historical secular reason of wokeism these three pillars make up the foundation of Wokeism. Humanly speaking, 
secularly speaking, the passage that I have read to you, Second Timothy chapter three, the whole chapter, is wokeism. And the main verse you need to focus on is deceiving and being deceived. People are deceived. That's why I'm preaching on it. I have family members who are deceived. And they think they're right. Now you listen to me. You do not want to have to deal with people who are deceived. You look at them, you 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 pity them, and they don't even know they're deceived. They've been deceived by the pastor, they've been deceived by the pastor's wife, they've been deceived by the church members in the church who act one way in church, but they act another way at the apartment and at the house. Some of the biggest whores and whoremongers and homosexuals are in the church, the sweet evangelical woke church. I know you don't like for me to say it like that, but that's the reality. Because of the weak preaching of the pastors. See, most pastors do not understand the power of what I'm doing right now. The power in the foolishness of preaching. It is the most powerful form of communication in the world. And it must be done. And you need to preach the word in season and out of season. To help deliver souls from hell and help deliver souls from wokeness and being deceived. God wants us, Dr. Ed Young Jr. said, God wants us to have a God-centric, Jesus-centric worldview. Get back to your Bible. That's how you have a God-centric, Jesus-centric, Holy Spirit-centric, Word of God-centric worldview. There is absolute truth, and you need to follow it, and you need to obey it. Okay? And then And the key thing you need to be and I'm telling I've been telling you this from the get go is prayer. The key thing you need to do with this thing here is keep praying. Otherwise you're not going to make it. And wokeism is in the news big time. I told you yesterday all of the universities and colleges in Great Britain have been told to all go woke. And if Great Britain is going to do it, America is doing it. And especially now after this election, they have no fear. And don't be shocked. Wokeism won the election for the liberals. Nothing has really changed. And wokeism did it. The demonic spirit of wokeism. And you, you thought things were crazy before. And see, 
and, and this shows you how anemic the church is. The evangelical church that used to wield so much power. When you have drag queens teaching, reading to your children, homosexuals and lesbians have replaced other teachers who have quit because those teachers were saved or just had common sense. I can't, I can't teach these children this foolishness. When you have a curriculum from the cradle to the grave, including from the cradle to the grave, oral sex, anal sex, what is it? Homosexuality, sex, lesbian sex, they teach these children this from the time they could barely speak. That's all, that, that, this is in, the election was lost in light of all of this. So you must understand that it doesn't matter who you run as president now. Wokeism, unless God works a miracle and revives the church, that is possible because all things are possible with God. Uh, I don't see that happening because the church is not willing to repent. The church is willing to play and not pray. That's the problem. Leonard Ravenhill said that before he died. Most pastors don't pray, they play. They want to play, they want to play and play politics and be, be, be loved by the politician and included by the politician and think that they're important while their people in the church and in the pews go to hell and the families are destroyed. Now let me tell you something else. This is a prophecy. More families, more traditional nuclear families by the hundreds, by the thousands are going to be destroyed with the onslaught of wokeism. That has already happened. It's going to happen more. In the church and outside of the church. Like I told you, it is a demonic spirit. Number two, more and more people, including young people, are going to kill themselves or they're going to die some other way early. Because this demonic spirit wants you to die. It does not give you any hope. That's why you, when you see woke people, they're always angry. They're looking for the next protest. They're looking for the next fight. They, they always want to blame somebody and accuse somebody and try to punish somebody, uh, or try to stop somebody from going against their wokeness. These people are, are talked about and described in the book of Proverbs. That they don't go to sleep unless they have tried to trip up somebody. And they don't care who you are. Family, friends, or if you don't agree with them, you're not down with them. It, it, no, here's, the, here's the real deal. If you don't have the same demonic spirit as they do, that demonic woke spirit that they can sense, that you're down with all of the ungodliness that they're down with, you're down with lying and dishonesty and deceit, and that goes both ways, liberal and conservative. There are conservatives who claim to be Christian, lie so much they believe the lies themselves. Trump is a liar. I'm telling you, some of you look at some of you evangelists, you're mad, and you're mad at me. He's a liar, man. Biden is a liar. All these politicians are liars liars. 
Herschel Walker is a liar. And see, y'all y'all ought to just tell him, just go sit down. Walmart is a liar. It's, they're all woke. It's a spirit. There's no good men anymore and good women anymore. I wouldn't vote for any of them. Now, uh, Pence uh, seems to be a good man, but he's woke too. However, you evangelicals, you want to get behind somebody? Get behind a man who the president almost killed and hung on the gallows in front of the Capitol. How about that? Tell Trump to sit his behind down. Somewhere. You can't uh, try to kill the vice president. Your, I mean, the man did everything he could for you to help you. And, 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 and push a, a, a riot and an insurrection. And you want to play little deceptive games of, of calling it this and that. Oh, it was not an insurrection. It was right. Come on, man. That's woke foolishness. You are deceived and you're being deceived. And, you, and you're deceiving others. So it's not a black or white thing, a Republican or Democrat thing, uh, a straight or homosexual thing. There are, pe- there are straight people who are uh, uh, woke. Homosexuals woke. Black woke. White woke. It's a demonic spirit, man. Stop trying to pit people against each other. That's not what it's about. Wokeism, Dr. Ed Young Jr., I'm going deeper than he is. I do believe, but he's dealing with the secular uh, definitions and foundations. He said, wokeism is an authoritarian worldview that seeks to deconstruct. We've heard a lot about deconstruction. You know where they come from? The spirit of wokeism, the demonic spirit of wokeism. Not just, you know, it's not about just believing God. And believing the Bible, having faith in Jesus Christ, we're going to deconstruct this. Let me see this. The the black one. It's always to the right. Black one, right now. Is that good? Okay, go ahead. And it's not only deconstruction, it is destroy. It is an authoritarian worldview that wants to dominate everybody in authority. Politicians, who they already have them in their pockets. Police officers, governments, pastors, and parents. They have no respect for these authority figures anymore. And they think they're right. And they think you're wrong. But I'm telling you, those of you who are saved and have some kind of idea as to what's going on, you walk in your authority that God gave you. And you don't bow to this demonic foolishness. Uh, And you go on serving God and looking to God in His authority and praying to Him because he has the authority 
to deal with every last one of these demons. An authoritarian worldview that seeks to deconstruct the foundations of our Christian faith and the foundations of the world, I added, by overwhelming, overpowering, and overthrowing those who do not adhere to his ideology. Okay, and, and, and that's what I got from Dr. Ed Young. Now, I'm bringing you up to speed. I have some more I want to share with you. I'll share that with you tomorrow night if the Lord Terrors is coming and we live. Let me read this to you and share this with you from the Word of God. This is wokeism. According to the Word of God, according to the downloading of revelation from God and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit to Paul in a prison. 2 Timothy 3. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men, perilous times, I gave you the definition of that earlier. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, all of these sins and all of this wickedness is included in wokeism. Stop trying to make it just about critical race theory. Stop trying to make it just about transgenderism and uh, 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 racism and homosexuality and feminism, Nazi feminism, ultra-feminists who hate men and, and do not believe men ought to be in charge anymore. See, see, this is not, there's nothing personal here. Nothing personal. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. You're not going to make this if you don't pray without ceasing. You're not going to make it through this. You're not going to make it through this. Even the Bible talks about that uh, even the elect will be deceived. If you don't pray without ceasing like God told you to do. Jesus told you to do it when he was here. He said uh, in Luke 18, uh, pray always and not to faint. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Wokeism, deception, biblically speaking, is so powerful that it will make you faint and make you quit. That's why so many pastors have been knocked out. So many preachers have been knocked out of the race. But they just got tired of the fight and the battle. Disobedient to parents, this is all wokeism. Don't take it personally against your children. It's a demonic spirit. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Don't take it personally against your grandparents. Let me tell you something, people. Every last one of you. Things are not going to be the same. As one pastor down in Florida used to say, things that are different are not the same. This is a different time. The, the warm and cuddly thing that you used to enjoy and have, all of that is gone with the wind, man, woman, young people. I know you want the warm, cuddly feelings and all of that and, 
the happy little Thanksgiving gatherings and so forth and so on. You better be careful nowadays. I told you last night about a wedding reception that was a beautiful wedding, beautiful people, beautifully dressed and everything. Beautiful couple, but it turned out into a hellacious situation. Be careful this coming Thanksgiving. Some of you not only, some of you people are saying, I'm not going to have a Thanksgiving. I don't think that's, that's appropriate. I think you ought to have a Thanksgiving. You can buy something. If you can't buy a turkey, buy a chicken. And make believe it's a turkey. Chicken is better for you anyway. Okay, by the way, you know. So, go ahead and get yourself a big old whole chicken and carve that up. But, but eat a nice meal and, 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 and give God thanks. You can still do that. You don't have to have a turkey. Danny B's not going to buy a turkey for $37. I, I can't get my head around that. I'm used to Walmart turkeys. I found some turkeys down through the years. Recently, years, recent years. Six seventy six, seven seventy six, eight something at the most. You hear what I'm saying to you? And it tastes just as good as a butterball. My family was so big, we would have several turkeys, my friend, during the holidays. Yes, we would. And when I was younger, when I was younger, my family was younger. We would always have a turkey and a Boston butt. You talk about some good eating. Now, I can't eat Boston butt anymore, so I don't buy that. I don't even know where to find that at. I haven't seen it in a long time. But there's nothing like carving that Boston butt, and the taste would knock you out. We would have a bacon-wrapped turkey, a smoked turkey, a traditional turkey. What? Okay, you can't do that this year. So, if you need to buy a chicken, buy a chicken and say, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Okay? But, now, have a Thanksgiving. You may have to have it by yourself, with just one or two people. As long as God is there and Jesus is there and God gets the glory and the praise, then you'll be fine. But be careful about going. You can, that's where you need to save at. Going somewhere to sit around a bunch of woke devils who are just going to raise hell and raise Cain over, over nothing. You don't need to be doing that. You can stay home and just have your nice, quiet Thanksgiving. And remember Thanksgiving's past. Things are not going to be the same going forward. I know we all love the warm and cuddly. We all love that. And there are few families who can still do that. Most cannot. Accept it. And don't get angry at anybody. Flesh and... We don't wrestle against flesh and... But it's not them. It's not your grandchildren. It's not your children. Uh, that, uh, you know... That it's the devil who hates you. And devilish people who surround your children and your grandchildren. In the family and outside of the family that hate you. Because the devil got them deceived. And, and, and hating somebody. See, and you don't need to be bothered with that. You you don't need some Negroes coming to your house or you going to their house, and all you gonna do is fuss and fight over the evil 
that's in their hearts. Obey the Bible. Two cannot, two should not walk together unless they be agreed. Go your separate way. And let me just tell you about the woke people. They don't want to go the separate way. They want to fight. They want to raise hell. They want to protest. And they'll protest at your table with a, a butcher knife in their hands. It's supposed to be carving the derby and they're thinking about carving you. Okay? You don't need to be in a volatile situation like that. If four, if three young black men can be shot, one was asleep, I found it the other day. Can you imagine? One young black man was asleep and the man killed him, shot him. A brother, a black young man. What was, what, what, what is the situation here? He's demon possessed, that's all. He mumbled something like, y'all, y'all be picking on me all the time. He, he was demon possessed, he's demon possessed. And let me tell you something, you got demon-possessed people in your family, demon-possessed people in your church, demon-possessed neighbors, demon-possessed people in your community. You better be careful and wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. And in this damn time, if you can stay home, stay home. Because these demon-possessed people will kill you. They will harm you, man. Be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. Go ahead and cut that off. Okay, so think about that now. I mean, you mark, you mark my words. Mark my words. There's going to be a murder spree throughout the Thanksgiving holidays. You mark my words. Why? Because people are demon possessed and nobody knows it. They're filled with the demonic woke spirit which is a demonic spirit of deception. They are deceived, and they're deceiving others. And uh, the devil will make them think things about you that are not true because of that woke spirit. So be careful. Be thankful. Some people are unthankful, as the scripture says. You're unholy, ungodly, wicked. Without natural affection, men all of a sudden turned on by some ugly man. You got to be kidding me! All men are ugly, bony, stinking, hairy. I, I don't know what women see in men, but they see something. They like that—that that muscular, bony, uh, hairy thing going on with the man and the deep voice and all of that. Uh, men are not like that at all. Or not have any interest in that. But that's what we got going on, deceived. Women. Going after women. Mothers. Not loving their children. Hating their children. Don't even want to hug their children. Uh, my wife was like that. Uh, she didn't want to tell her children, I love you. Not having natural affection. Didn't want to tell, uh, that's why I call her woke. Uh, and she's right here with me. Didn't want to hug her children. I had to make her hug her children all of their lives. I had to make her say, I love you all of her life, all of their lives, and all of her life. I, I can't say that if that was not true. She's right here in front of me. Okay, that's just reality. You know what? One of the reasons why I say it, because I believe there's other men who have had the same experience. Not your head men, but not too much because she's sitting right beside you. And you're scared of her. 
truce breakers, false accusers. I'm going to do every last one of you. Every last one of these things will be a sermon. False accusers, people who lie on you, make up stuff on you, been brainwashed. That's another factor. This is, listen, people, I'm not just preaching. just this series, this this passage. I'm going to preach from other passages as well, and I'm going to bring in to back up what I say. One of the things I've noticed about woke people, they are brainwashed. Well, you say, well, preacher, who brainwashed them? The devil did. The devil has used some people, like pastors. Pastors have slow-cooked people into this mess that we're in today. That's why so many have fallen flat and can't get up. Pastors. Pastors' wives with their woke foolishness. Parents. Some parents have allowed this foolishness, not knowing any better, following the pastor and the pastor's wife. And, uh, and other people in schools. If your children have been on the internet, it's easy for them to become woke. Their cousins will have make have, will make them woke. Grandparents, aunts, who are homosexuals, lesbians, will make them and, and, and make them woke and turn their eyes on evil, just like uh, Eve was turned on by the devil. And I, I told you before, I believe with all of my heart, if. Eve was not so fine and so fat, P-H-A-T fat. Adam would have hung in there for us and, and, and would have said, no, I can't do that against God. But she was just out of this world. She was the finest woman ever to walk on the earth. God fashioned her with his hands. And I assure you, she was fine as wine and just my kind and anybody else, any other man's kind. A man's kind, rather. And Adam said, no, I got it. Give me that apple. I, I said, give me that apple. You've been too good to me. You're still too good. You're too pretty. You're too fine. That's what has happened to men down through the years. And God has had to warn men through his word for years. Don't be taken by her eyes. Don't be taken by her fineness. Jesus even said, don't lust after her with your heart. Because if you do, you're committing adultery. In your heart against God. That's how powerful. That temptation is. And that sin is. It'll make a man. uh, uh, Take a man down to a piece of bread. And thousands of men have been taken down to a piece of bread. Because of that fine eve. Okay that's why we're in the mess we're in today. Incontinent, fierce, always angry, always bitter, cannot say a kind word, uh, demonically have lost that sweet spirit you used to have, happy spirit, joyful spirit, because you've been around devils who have used you and abused you, and now you woke. And, and, and listen, remember the word of God, evil communications corrupt good manners. Despisers of those that are good, traitors, 
You hate those who are good. You despise them. When you used to admire them, heady, that means you're proud, you're puffed up, arrogant. Think you know more than everybody else. High-minded, same thing, similar. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Do you know pleasure is a good thing? I love pleasure. Yes, I am a Christian man who loves the pleasure of sex. Have always loved it. And is one of the greatest pastimes in the history of the world. In my private prayer, after my wife and I have engaged in the act of marriage, as Dr. Tim LaHaye used to call it, I thank my wife has heard me thank God for sex. She has heard me uh, say it many times, thank God for the gift of sex. And I feel sorry for you if you, you're not enjoying marriage sex. And you think you got something going on, whoring around and whoremongering around and looking at pornography. You ain't got, it's bad English, you ain't got nothing. You ain't got jack. That ain't nothing, man. Okay? Back up. I love pleasure, but I don't love pleasure and I don't love sex more than I love God. I thank God for God and for Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. And I thank God I have something even bigger to live for than sex. Even though I, that's a high priority in my life and been very good to me. In fact, I thank the Lord today uh, after my wife and I had experienced the act of marriage two days in a row, if you must know. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting going up there. But I thank the Lord today for the gift of sex that I have enjoyed uh, since, really, I've been a, a young man and I had to admit to the Lord some of that I did when I was lost and evil and, and, and wicked. I'm still evil, but not like I was. I am what I am by the grace of God. And I thank the Lord for all of the sex my wife and I have had. Uh, don't, don't, get, don't get nervous. Don't get all like you ain't never heard of it. You just got off the doggone pornography machine. So, come on. You're watching a movie tonight that's full of sex, and you get all turned on about that, and then you turn around, and you don't have anybody to have sex with because you hate people. You run off the, 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 the poor man who could have sex with you, and then you get mad at him because he's having sex with somebody else. Same thing for some of you men. You're so hateful uh, that you can't keep anybody with you. So, and so you go to the pornography machine on your phone. So this is the reason why one preacher has told you you should not have you should not be having the Bible and devotion on your phone and on your computer, or your laptop, or whatever you Kindle or whatever, because you people use that for pornography. That's a defilement. That's what he said. And I have we agree with them. You know, you can't look at the Bible and read the Bible and look at pornography on the same device. Come on, man. See, that's why we're in the mess we're in today. 
And, and if you're saved, you're not going to do that. You're going to stay away from that. You, God is going to help you get away from that. And masturbation is not the way. You need a wife, man. You need a husband, woman. That's all. Do it God's way. Have some children. What the greatest thing, listen to me. Outside of preaching the gospel, my greatest experience in life, even with a bad wife, is having a family of nine. And it's gonna go it's gonna go fast. I still consider myself a young man. And I we didn't get married until I was thirty. Uh, I was I was I was I think I was thirty when I got married. My wife was in her early twenties, young twenties. And uh, uh, and all of my children are grown. How about that? And we didn't, and we didn't have a a, ba- a baby until about oh, one or two years later. God will take care of it. Now, God help help me to understand something. He led me to have my wife to nurse the children. If you nurse your children, he'll he'll space the children out properly, and you won't be having a baby every year. That's not healthy. All of our children were born two years apart, all seven. And by the grace, I knocked it out of the park when I had two children, my last two children, on my birthday. That's that's uh, uh, that's a blessing. We en- we have celebrated our birthdays ever since. And so, uh, pleasure is good. Pleasure. If you're doing what God called you to do and God told you to do, you need some pleasure in your life. And not self-pleasure, pleasure with somebody else. I'm all about being an introvert, but you can't do, you can't be an introvert sexual partner but to yourself. You got you to gotta be with somebody else. Verse 5, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Self-deception. It's all about deception. From such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers' lusts. We have many pastors who have side pieces having sex with women they're not married to. Many pastors' wives doing the same thing now because swinging is a thing now in the church where that, should, that, that, was, uh, that was not the case some years ago. Ever learning, some of the best educated preachers today, ever learning and never able to come to the truth, the knowledge of the truth. They still don't preach right. They still don't preach the word. Now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. You can't do anything with a person who resists the truth. You have to let them go. That's the fish you got to throw back. There's nothing you can do with a person who's so proud and stubborn and arrogant. They, they resist the truth. See, There's nothing you can do. All you can do is pray for that person. Uh, you don't need to be casting your pearls before swine. You need to let them, let them go. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. 
but they shall proceed no further. For their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, man of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, all who live godly shall suffer persecution. This is what we told uh, Candace Cameron Byrne. Don't be discouraged. I guarantee you the devil is working on her and trying to tempt her. I think she's strong enough. She's got a strong foundation and people who surround her to, that she will not do it. But the devil is working on her. She's not accepted anymore in Hollywood. She's not accepted among her peers because she said, no, uh, this Christian company here, we're not going to have any gay couples. Now, I think she knew that was going to be a problem, but she said it anyway. Afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, and you will have afflictions too. People are going to turn against you. They're going to counsel you. They're going to hurt you. They're going to call you everything but a child of God. They're going to throw rocks at you. It may not be physical, but they're going to throw their rocks. And they're going to do it behind the scenes. They're going to do it on Facebook. They're going to do it on Twitter. They're going to do it on uh, Instagram and, and make sure that you can't get into it to see it. Antioch at Iconium at Lystra. What persecutions I endured. But out of them all, the Lord delivered me. And buddy, you better get a hold of that. Only the Lord can deliver you out of this mess. Only the Lord can help you here. Yea, and all that will live godly, not only get saved, all saved people don't, who claim to be saved don't get persecuted. But if you're saved and you're all about what Jesus Christ said, if you love me, keep my commandments, then you're going to be persecuted if you're keeping God's commandments. You know one of the reasons why my wife and I are still married? I know this is the reason for me. It may not be the reason for her. Uh, she just may love sex a lot. But the reason why I'm married is because I fear God. That fear didn't come from me. God gave me that fear. This has nothing to do with me. It's nothing about me being a good person. Uh, I'm the least of all saints and the chief of sinners, and that's a fact. Okay? There's no credit to me. He chastised me a long time ago. God chastised me real good. And he made me to understand that I'll bless your son if you obey me. But you just can't do what you want to do with me. He made that very clear. And I believe he's made that very clear to every child of God. And so divorce is not in the cards for me. It's not, it's not uh, up for discussion. It's not, it's not uh, for both of us. It's not uh, an option. And so, uh, that's why I'm here. Because of Him. Because of Him. Because of God. Okay? I want to make sure you get that. I stayed with my family after I got married. Because of God Almighty. And I wanted to see my children raised properly. That's why I'm not worried about my children. 
Uh, they may struggle with something and have a problem here and there, but they're gonna God. They know God's gonna deal with them, and uh, and they'll they'll get, they'll get back in line because they have a whole lot of the Word of God in them. I would be shocked if they uh, became totally woke to the point where they hate God and hate Jesus and hate people and all of that. Uh, they, but evil communications corrupt good manners. And, uh, uh, and that can come from your family. And they may not even mean to do it. That's the whole point. And that's one of the reasons why I'm preaching about this. Not to uh, protect just my children, but to protect adults and your children. Somebody has to tell you this. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. That's what we got going on today. Deceiving and being deceived. That's the key verse right there. Verse number Verse number 13 is the key verse of wokeism. Wokeism according to the Bible. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. Deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, and that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. All of my children, from a child, from the time they came out of the womb, they have known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. Your faith needs to be in Christ Jesus. And if you believe in Jesus Christ, he will help you to repent. The mark of your salvation is not dancing in the church, shouting, or speaking in some unknown tongue. The mark of your salvation is your commitment to obedience to Christ. All scripture is given by inspiration. And see, the reason why God gave Paul this passage right here is because to get out of wokeism, to be delivered from wokeism, you must pray and focus on the word of God. Some of you might be doing great financially, but as someone said, go woke, go broke. The reason why you go broke is because, and I know you can't even see that happening because you got a certain amount of dollars in the bank, but all that's going to disappear if you disobey God, see, because God can make it fly away. God can make it fly away. And you will be homeless. Now, if Bezos is telling you not to buy his stuff, you better listen. The word of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. You need to take heed to the word of God that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. You need to get back to doing good works. Okay? Now let me just share a little bit further and then we'll move on.
the first phrase that we're going to deal with is perilous times. Perilous times mean that discernment matters. That's a key thing that you have to have, and you can get that only through prayer from God. You don't naturally have discernment, just like you don't naturally have wisdom. You've got to pray to God in sincerity, and, and sincerity means whether or not you're going to obey God, or you're obeying God. That's, that's the proof of your sincerity. Is not going to church all the time, is not uh, doing work in the church all the time, is not uh, uh, speaking in tongues or dancing around the church or giving a certain amount of money. Uh, obedience to God is the key. Okay? Perilous times in the last days. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. Risky times, dangerous times. Uh, painful times, difficult times, hard times. Now, this is, a, this is, this is a revelation for you, because that's, what, that's the day we're living in. In the last days, perilous times will come. The word translated perilous has the idea of troubles, difficulty, and stressful situations, even in the family. See, and this is something that you people can't, some of you people can't handle. You, you want things to be like they used to be. First of all, they can't be like they used to be because everybody has changed. See, this is why I do not recommend uh, unless it's, uh, uh, you know, a, 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 a something necessary, somebody is being harmed or, or hurt and, 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 and so forth, then if they want to come back, they can, but they, you know, as children. Um, but um, uh, it's not good for children to leave the house and then come back. If they're there already and they want to stay there until they're 30, that's fine, as long as they understand the rules. It'd be better for them to go on with their lives and start their own families. And so, I, and here's what I want to tell all young people who are not married. Don't criticize your father and mother's marriage and family and try to bring up some mess about their marriage and family until you get married. And if you do it right, then you want to do some things differently than they did, fine, do that. But let's see you get married first, because that's a big step, and we're going to find out what you're really made of. See, get married first. I, I know you think it's something easy and simple and wonderful and dandy. Go ahead and get married. I, I dare you. Uh, otherwise, don't open your mouth about anybody else's marriage <clears throat> and how they ought to do it and how they should have done it. You get married first. Let's see how you do it. Because he woke people. They're heady. They're high-minded. They, they, they think that uh, they can condemn everything you did and, uh, and they haven't done anything. See. <clears throat> um.
stressful situations. That's why we have stressful situations in the family. Have you noticed the, the stress levels have gone up? Have you noticed how many people are having strokes and heart attacks and everything else because of stress? And one of the reasons why many pastors and, and church, so-called church leaders have stress is because they don't preach what they should preach. Many parents have stress because they don't tell their children the truth. They're afraid, the pastors are afraid of people leaving them. Parents are afraid of people, their children not helping them anymore and not, uh, not uh, visiting and so forth and so on. As a preacher of any kind, as a pastor, you cannot be concerned about that. You need to be concerned about what God thinks and how God wants things done. And what God said. This sort of atmosphere will mark the last days, perilous times, dangerous times, difficult times, constant persecution, constant problems, constant stress, always something. My dad and mom used to say if they're if it's not one thing, it's another. It's, it's, it's like that on steroids in the uh, era of wokeism or the era of deceiving and being deceived. That's the biblical name for wokeism. And so, my dear friends, we'll pick up here tomorrow if the Lord tarries is coming and we live. And, uh, hold on. and so I want to to share a little bit from my own family situation so you can understand that this is real. Uh, people don't want to deal with uh, their own family situation today because of the charismatic movement, the sweet evangelical movement where we, uh, we Christians are supposed to be so great and so wonderful. And that we don't have any problems enough. And nobody, listen to me, people don't want anybody to know that they're having some serious problems. And we don't find out until later on in the funny papers. In the newspapers, when things blow up. Don't let things blow up. Just tell the truth now. Just, just uh, go back up to where I was reading yesterday. And so let me share this with you uh, quickly. You marked it. Let's go down to where you marked it. Okay. Go down further. Okay, I told you last night, go ahead, and, go ahead and start right there so people can get the context. I started last night, and I shared with you last night, so my oldest daughter, who I had with my wife, has reached out to both. You say, well, why do you have to say it like that that I have my wife? Because I have had other children with other women, so... 
There you go. Okay? And I know that as a preacher, I'm not supposed to mention that and say that because you, you people are used to preachers lying and covering up and hiding things, and I'm not doing that. And so, and I had with my wife, my daughter, uh, she's the oldest out of our seven children, and she's been a wonderful daughter, the best daughter ever, uh, along with my other daughters. They all have been excellent as far as helping me in the ministry down through the years, particularly when they have pure hearts. Uh, and um, and I thank God for my sons as well. And has reached out to both sides of our extended family uh, for two reasons. One, it is normal and natural to want to know where you come from. It is normal to want to know about your ancestry. And I went through that period as a young adult as well. In fact, I remember meeting some family members in a city where I was pastoring. I did not even know they were there. And I was so excited about it, I tried to share it with my mother. But for some reason, uh, she was not interested. Uh, she didn't show much, much interest, interest in it. She remembered them. And they were on her side of the family. They were not on my dad's side. Um, and they were living in that city. Nor was she impressed. And so my excitement died down. Uh, now, that, uh, now that I am a parent of young adults myself uh, and children that I have raised by myself and have invested all of my life into, uh, I understand why she was not that excited about me hooking up with them, uh, meeting some family members I did not know. I am not interested in hearing from or seeing uh, old family members, nor am I impressed with them. And no, I do not want to have a reunion with them because I have never had a union with them. And uh, what uh, I have heard down through the years in evangelical circles, white and black need to reconcile. We have never been conciled. So I don't know what you're talking about, reconcile. Same thing I say about family. Uh, had never, have never had union with them since I have been saved and called to preach. Uh, so, uh, and this is where I'm going to pick up the continuation. Because of that fact, none of them reached out to us or uh, offered to help us while I was bringing up the children uh, by myself uh, when we really needed help. Uh, even though the mother was in the household, she did not rise to the occasion. There are some people who just don't rise to the occasion. They are so uh, lost and so selfish uh, and only concerned about what they want that they don't, when the children come, they're cute and cuddly when they come, and they're not really excited about those children then, the children then. Uh, but as they grow older, they get spooked 
when they start rising up halfway as tall as she is uh, or he is and taller than them, they, they get spooked. And why? Because they were never raised right. They were never raised to take responsibility. And uh, the only reason why I took responsibility is because of Jesus Christ, because I was not raised right either. Um, I do thank God that my parents stayed together. Uh, my wife's parents did not stay together, and so there's something broken uh, in her. But uh, I, and, and let me just say something to you husbands and wives. If you have an immature partner uh, who does not, does not rise to the occasion and want to take responsibility because of some something that happened in her life or his life or whatever the case, not raised right or whatever, you be the one who rise to the occasion if you're born again. And see, this is one of the reasons why I do not believe my wife is saved because I believe that the same thing Jesus did in me to rise to the occasion and make sure that the children were taken care of and to come off the road of preaching all over the world uh, and, and, and be there for the, my children because I, I did not have confidence that she would take care of them properly. That's, that's rising to the occasion. And so if the one party does not rise to the occasion, that does not mean you get a divorce. That means you stay together. If you have to raise her too, you raise her too, raise the spouse too, and raise the children. And because uh, evidently she was not raised right. That's why I did what I did. And, uh, and it's not, I don't deserve any credit. Only Jesus Christ caused me to do that. And, uh, and that, that was all, doing all, and, and that was with my pursuing uh, degrees and preaching every week, pastoring a church, uh, and uh, writing books and everything else. But if you have the God kind of love in you through salvation, through Jesus Christ, you'll do that. You'll rise to the occasion. If they say they could not have gotten in touch, I'm talking about my extended family with us, and even though I do believe that uh, there was uh, a little secretive communication, not with me, as it should have been, but with one of my children, uh, not much, but a little, uh, uh, which is wrong. Uh, they didn't. They didn't do it with my authority and my blessings. Uh, they are lying yeah, if they say that they could not get in touch with us because we are all over the internet. If you wanted to find us, you uh, could have found us, and that is fine because I wanted it to be that way. Uh, I trusted in God, and there were many times we needed help. And God always provided. But now that the children are successfully grown, educated, uh, if they want to communicate with them, that is fine. But my wife and I really have no interest in doing that because two cannot walk together unless they agree. Can two walk together? except they be agreed. And see, 
if you're born again and you're saved, you, you can love everybody, but God will give you the wisdom that you don't need to be with everybody. You can't force a Brady Bunch family when you actually have an Adams family with some people full of hell and the devil. And they all have been witnessed to, and they know how to get saved. They can listen to me every day. I preach the gospel in the Word of God every day. And, uh, uh, and they know it, and they have listened to me. That's why some of them are mad as the devil about my preaching every day. And if they had kept quiet, I probably wouldn't be preaching uh, on uh, this subject. But I thank God they didn't keep quiet because this subject needs to be preached on. And so we're going to wrap it up there uh, at this article right under Agreed. I'm sharing this along with the sermon as an illustration because, and you're going to see yourself in the illustration, particularly you preachers. And I'm sharing this with you. Uh, let me see that. You know, you need to put it under agreed only. Go back, go back to the agreed, the word agreed. Go back down, go back down, go back down. Okay. Okay. What? That's agreed. Okay. Yeah, right there. Put 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 that right there, and that's where you start. Okay. Put it right there. Um, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sharing this with you because I learned a long time ago the truth always rings true, number one. Number two, transparency when you're dealing with constant satanic attacks and persecution and hatred from your own family is absolutely necessary so that when things go down you're not surprised you're not shocked I'm letting you know up front what's going on and uh, and they can say what they want to say and do what they want to do uh, but we are enemies you say do you love your family yes I do and uh, and my children I, I don't include them in the number I, I I'm, I'm preaching like this and bringing this in to help save them from the clutches of the demonic spirit of wokeism that my family, who I, I do not believe they, are, they even know what wokeism is, but they have been impacted by it. And I know for a fact they are, uh, unfortunately, uh, a stepchild that's homosexual is not really related to our family. Uh, I know that. And uh, from the appearance of some people who have tried to visit me, uh, they look like lesbians and so forth. And I want my children influenced by that because evil communication, evil communications corrupt good manners. And uh, I see and have seen how quickly that can happen. Nothing can, nothing can seep into you more uh, or seep into you uh 
more quickly than, and I can't, I can't put my finger right on it, but then I'll say it this way, another pe- person's evil spirit, that's by being around them. Then if you have had sex with somebody who has an evil spirit, that is going to come inside you as well. And if you have had someone to lay hands on you in a, in a church setting, if they're demonic themselves, that evil spirit is going to come inside of you. This is why I have told you people, all of this laying on a hand that was going on, I told you way back, y'all, don't do that. Don't let anybody lay hands on you. You don't know what they're doing. You don't know what kind of demons they have in them. And I've told you women, don't be going out here having sex with every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Those demons' spirits, they're going to dump off into you. And you're going to change. And you're going to be like that person. You're going to cuss like that person. You're going to think like that person. You're going to be angry like that person. You're going to be hateful like that person. Those are the ways that that evil, demonic, woke spirit enters into people. See, and uh, um, once that happens, it's hard to get out. Okay, and all of these little people who want to lay hands on you, they're not casting anything out. Oftentimes, they're casting something in. Homosexual spirit, lesbian spirit, and, 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 and so forth. Like I was telling you today about the, uh, the jaws of clay. The now called the jaws of gay. Those people rationalized that and they brought that in and it has destroyed them. And it has destroyed the lives of other people as well. So what will help you if you're not born again, what will help you to avoid the darkness of this age uh, and to be delivered rather from the darkness of this age is to make sure that you're saved. To make sure that you're born again. And so. If you are not saved tonight. Believe in. The Lord Jesus Christ. For Jesus Christ said the most loving. Most powerful. Most magnificent words. The most important words. In the history of the world. When he said for God. So loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And all you have to do, my dear friend, is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Call on his name, pray and ask him to save you, and he will save you. He'll save you from the power of sin. He'll save you from uh, the punishment of sin in that awful place called hell. And that's where you're going if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ because we are all sinners. We have all violated and broken God's laws and God is very serious about that. We may play because of our sinful nature, but God does not play. Okay? And uh, the Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. We're going to die. Our bodies are going to die and we, we will be buried in a grave, but our souls will go to hell if we don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins. 
By the way, Jesus Christ preached on hell more than anybody in the Bible. And he always would mention the fire in hell, that it will not be quenched. So take God seriously, take Jesus seriously, and get your soul saved from hell by believing in him. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Follow me in prayer, the sinner's prayer right now, if you mean it from your heart. And believe in your heart in Jesus Christ, you will be saved. That's God's word. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I am a sinner. And I have done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins, my failures, and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Lamb of God, who has taken away the sin of the world. I believe that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to truly repent of my sins and help me to turn from my evil lifestyle and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as he told you to do and you called upon his name in faith and believing in sincerity and in sincerity, you are now saved by the grace of God, not by your works, not by anything you did, only by God's grace and mercy. It is a free gift. Accept it. Enjoy it. And say thank you to God. To help you grow in the faith, uh, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Just tap on it. It will download to whatever device you want it to download to. And uh, you can read that book and you'll, you'll know the next steps that God and Jesus wants you to do according to the Bible. Uh, to help you to grow in the faith and become the disciple that God and Jesus want you to be. Also, please email us on whatever platform you are on right now. Look for an email and use that email, or you can use my personal email at dw3 at gospelitesociety.com. That is dw3 at gospelitesociety.com. Email us and let us know that you got saved tonight. 
so that we can rejoice with you and begin praying for you. If you have a specific prayer request, please send that in to the same email, and we will begin to pray for you uh, until you tell us to stop. Everybody who sends in an email asking for prayer, they stay on our list. Most people never tell us to stop praying for them. And we have many people, every time they face a crisis, uh, they email us and let us know, please pray for me. And we want to ask you to pray for us as well.